Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. But you know the bane of my existence in life is video replay. I'm so tired of it. Why do we have it? Ah! Everybody's mad when the call doesn't go your way. So they called interference on that onside kick and we didn't get the ball back. They're not supposed to be able to call that. Just supposed to be scoring. Well, you wouldn't have cared if you hadn't got the ball back. The correct call was made on the road with the rod peterson show uh that's a fact we are in beautiful and sunny south florida for another day it's episode number 585 of canada's daytime sports talk show and we're broadcasting from the beach house in pompano beach florida if you are in the area come on down to the beach house and say hey and i wish as we bring the moose back in here uh i wish we had a camera just in the break uh Ch- Ch- cassidy just came by moose she was standing right here on the edge of the railing and she's like can i get you something else mr peterson and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm good cassidy but thank you they just i cannot tell you how great they've been treating us oh it's unbelievable and she's the one that had the 11 11 tattoo on the back of her arm i know you saw it on my instagram story there yeah and uh most more most importantly as we're brought to you by core grain here how are you doing with talking about self how's everything there in the bunker and with what you got going on you seem like a really busy guy these days you know what it's okay it's okay you saw yeah. i i had my cocoa beach mug out last night just kind of pretending i was in florida for a little bit um having my coffee in the afternoon i'm, I'm coping okay i'm coping the best that i can being here i got my sweater on in the morning because it's cold but it's going to be warm in the afternoon, so it's not so bad. It's not like it snowed while you were away, okay? That hasn't happened yet. So, yeah. so far, things are stable. Well, I, I just I want to say it one more time, because I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of answering the question. At some point, people are going to get used to it, but they just keep saying, you know, why Florida? What's in Florida? Why would you go to Florida? I said, we've been taking the show on the road everywhere, and... We called up the Dolphins and the Panthers. I said, I'm bringing my show to town. What can we do to work together? And they literally, both teams rolled out the red carpet. The Dolphins are the Miami Dolphins of the National Football League. They're a little different. They've been great. But the Panthers have just been, whatever you need, ask. And they've delivered every single thing I've asked. It's unbelievable. Still a Golden Knights fan, but the scales are tipping. And I'll be coming back uh, before you know it. And by the way, it's the Panthers and the Lightning tonight in Orlando, Florida at Amway Arena, home of the Magic. 
By the way, uh, listen, beware fake news, okay? I, I've said that for so many years. Beware fake news. James Alstra is watching, I believe, in Winnipeg, and he says, Urban Meyer just got fired. And I don't think that's true. Unless, did you see a notification anywhere, Clark no. or Darren? My first, Urban Meyer? My first okay. thought, I mean... There's a, a, there's a notification from a half hour ago about the disarray that the Jaguars organization is in and they're trying to figure this out. And Where is Urban Meyer? There is a lot of disconnect right now between Ur- Urban Meyer and what's going on here. Um, this is, I mean, it's been said people are talking around the league. Nobody doesn't travel home with their team after a win in the National Football League. Or after any game, not after a win, in any game in the National Football League. The coach didn't travel home with his team. That's weird. You know, and there's all these other things that are happening with Urban Meyer that just is getting dissected a lot more in the NFL than it would have in the SEC, than it would have in college football, right? The Tim Tebow thing, the players weren't on board with that. They bring in Tim Tebow. That didn't fly over very well with a lot of the NFL people, but he did it, his, his old SEC buddies, that college football connection. A lot of those things that made him successful in college football aren't working in the NFL. And, but I haven't seen him being fired. No, I, don't, I can't imagine that Urban Meyer's been fired unless the comment was literally, he just got fired. Like, he literally just, you know, the last straw. It hasn't happened yet, but he's going well, to be fired. But I don't know. No, I know. And James, James Zylstra, a viewer, I believe, in Winnipeg. I, can I got to tell you, beware fake news because I don't think that he's been fired yet. And but that's not to say it's not coming, but I don't believe he was fired. And yes, there was a statement from the owner this morning. I'll get to that in a moment. But speaking of fake news, I did call Mar-a-Lago the other day, uh, Donald, Darren, to (laughs) inquire if I could go spend the day at Donald Trump's resort here on uh, Palm Beach Island. Well, it's not the peninsula, whatever they call it. And they said, no, sir, you need to be a member of Mar-a-Lago. And I know that it runs before Donald Trump was president, it was $100,000 a year to be a member at Mar-a-Lago. Now it's $200,000 a year, and you can't buy a day pass. So in case you ever wanted to go to Mar-a-Lago, you can't, unless you want to drop two hundred k. Anyways, it is Canada's daytime sports talk show, and we talk about, well, you, you wouldn't know it, I guess, by some of our topics, but we'll, we covered a lot an hour ago in the warm-up as far as Canadian sports topics go. And now we're talking about what are the topics at hand. And this, if you wouldn't mind grabbing your top five NFL list in a moment, uh, I'll get you to read it when I'm done here. This from the Associated Press. Jacksonville Jaguars owner Shad Khan publicly reprimanded Urban Meyer Tuesday morning for the coach's inexcusable behavior at an Ohio bar over the weekend. Uh, I'll read it. I'll just read it, Clark. You don't need to put it up. Khan released a statement condemning Myers' actions, which were captured on video and released on social media. I'll read the story, yeah. One shows a young woman dancing close to Myers' lap as he sits on a bar stool, a clip that quickly went viral. A second, more damning video appears to show Meyer touching the woman's behind. The owner of the Jaguars said, I have addressed this matter with Urban. Specifics of our conversation will be held in confidence. What I will say is his conduct last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now he must regain our trust and respect. That will require a personal commitment from Urban to everyone who supports, represents, or plays for our team. I am confident he will deliver. Urban Meyer apologized Monday to his family, team, and the owner. He called a team meeting and vowed to own it. Now, having been around this game for a long time, sorry, there's a fly buzzing around me here. You can bring the moose back on. You know, here's the thing. You got some players that are going, damn, coach. (laughs) Man, you still got game, coach. Some of them may be laughing about it. Some will be going, this guy's leading us. And I'm just shocked that at Urban Meyer, he's almost 60 years old, that this would even happen. Like I said to you, Darren, where do you get the time? You're the head coach of an NFL team. And as Jim Lang pointed out yesterday, a winless NFL team. If the Jaguars were 3-0, and Urban Meyer could do whatever the hell he wanted. 
Mm-hmm. You think this ends in... Oh, by, uh, by the way, Puck and Pigskin podcast writes in from Red Deer, and he says, are you going to Jimmy Johnson's place, Rod? I have his address. I went to Jimmy Johnson's place on the weekend. He wasn't home, but I went there. How about them Cowboys? Which I'd love to spend more time talking about that. Any more on this, or do you want to move on to the top five in the NFL? Your list, Darren, which is becoming harder and harder by the week instead of easier and easier. I know, I know. The last thing on the Jaguars is just a mess, right? We'll see how it sorts out. Winning does solve a lot of problems, so if you pay attention to winning, get to work. That right. could solve a lot of these problems. Um, okay, NFL top five. Um, you're, you're right. Extremely tough. You could throw these in a Yahtzee jar and let the dice fall. Um, Arizona Cardinals, number one. They're 4-0. They got the number one scoring offense, 35 points a game. Number one in yards, over 450 yards a game. They're number one until somebody tells me they're not now. Tampa Bay, I still have as number two. Look, it was low scoring against the Patriots, but the rain was pouring. That was Bill Belichick's Super Bowl and they still won. They're dealing with a ton of injuries, including now three starting cornerbacks, Jason Pierre-Paul out. Tampa still number two, despite all of that. They got the number one run defense and the number one pass defense in the NFL. Uh, L.A. Chargers, after last night, are number three. Um, I mean, Justin Herbert is an NFL MVP candidate. Asante Samuel Jr., he was a defensive player of the month. Their defense is showing up. They've got playmakers. Their offensive line is good. Good quarterback, number three. The Buffalo Bills have moved up to number four. They could be as high as number one on this list after two shutouts in three games. Three or more turnovers in each of their last three games as well. They lead the NFL, the number one defense. Um, but they've played three backup quarterbacks. They played against three backup quarterbacks. So they're still at number four for me. And your Dallas Cowboys are number five this week. Ten um, takeaways. How about them Cowboys? Ten takeaways on defense. They're number two in the NFL, number one in the NFC. Um, yeah, they've given up a lot of passing yards, but they create turnovers. And, man, am I a fan of Trevon Diggs. I'm a fan. And don't forget, Zeke's running the ball pretty well now. And then, I mean, the Browns, the Rams, the Packers, the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Raiders, they're all still close. But that's my top five this week. We might have a new guy in Dallas that we call the playmaker. And he could go by the name Trayvon Diggs. So good yeah. good uh, work, Moose. Thank you. By the way, um, we're going to have to have a strategic planning session, and I guess it'll be over Zoom because you're not with me here in South Florida because I feel like it's not going to be Canada's daytime sports talk show much longer. Okay, so we really need to come up with what daytime sports talk show it is. Yeah. But we are going to get back around to what would typically be Canadian talk. And uh, I just typed into my search engine for the Canadian press, Winnipeg Jets. And here's something that came up. The list of the top training camp surprises, Moose, in the National Hockey League. So you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah. Players. This is players. So... Here's how it reads. The hole in the middle of the Washington Capitals lineup with Nicholas Backstrom out, injured, looked like Taylor, like it was tailor-made for 2019 first-round pick Connor McMichael, who impressed last season as a rookie in the American Hockey League. The spot still might be his, but 2020 first-rounder Hendricks LaPerriere, who's a year younger and came in with less fanfare, has been among the biggest training camp surprise around the NHL and could land a spot on the opening night roster. So remember that name, Henrik LaPerriere with the Washington Capitals. Moving on, Seth Jarvis. We all know that name. Star, Winnipeg kid, whom I still think the Jets should have taken in the first round. Anyways, taken nine spots ahead of LaPerriere. Forward Seth Jarvis has stuck around at Carolina's camp longer than expected. And as a candidate to play right away for the Hurricanes, he skated alongside Andre Sveshnikov, Sebastian Ajo, and Nino Niederreiter and gotten some power play looks in practice. So Seth Jarvis uh, making the list. Shane Pinto of the Ottawa Senators. While the biggest storyline at Sens Camp is the absence of unsigned restricted free agent forward Brady Kachuk, the emergence of center Shane Pinto is a close second. He's been skating on Ottawa's second line between Tim Stutzla 
and Connor Brown. Now here's where Winnipeg comes in. Evgeny Sveshnikov. I'm starting to get a handle on this because I'm like, Sveshnikov, I thought he was in Carolina. He's the brother of Carolina star, Andre Sveshnikov. He's at Jens Cam on a tryout and inching closer to getting a contract. The 24-year-old wasn't tendered a qualifying offer by Detroit after putting up eight points in 21 games last season. And another one's Michael Bunting of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Lost in the Leafs star power of Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, and Willie Nylander is their trial and error process to build around a core that has yet to make it past the first round of the playoffs. Gritty Nick Ritchie and skilled Andre Case are part of the new mix, but so too is Michael Bunting, who signed a $1.9 million two-year contract as a free agent. So I know that poll that we had last week said uh, that the majority the vast majority of our viewers don't care about the nhl preseason i don't actually believe that do you no i think you know when i read into that i read into that saying maybe they don't care about the games as much this stuff i think this stuff they care about a lot yeah no kidding well yeah, and I didn't, the only game that I wrote down here uh, for tonight in the NHL was Florida versus Tampa Bay. I don't even care what else is going on, but I think, yeah, we can spend some more time on the other teams. But I, that's what training camp's for. What did our friend, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, preseason games don't count, but they matter. Yeah. You really liked that one, didn't you? That's a great way to put it. You know, they don't count, but they do matter. They matter for the players trying to make this team. They matter for guys trying to get reps in. You know, and, and when you look at these position battles, there's a lot of guys. You mentioned PTOs, right? Professional tryouts, trying to earn contracts so they can have a place to play this year. So, yeah, they don't matter. We're not interested in the results. We don't really care, you know, what happened in the game last night. But, you know, these battles, position battles, we very much care who could be the next breakout star, who has a chance to make an impact. So that stuff... I think the fans are really into. So I'm going to bring in more of viewer uh, comments here. We got the Prairie Mobile text lines full. I just opened it up. And our comment section's humming too. John in Manitoba writes in. He says, Winnipeg Blue Bombers equal Canada's team. We can talk about that and how great they're going. Um, Pink's one of our P1s. Priority one viewer says, I got NHL preseason on in the man cave every night. Yeah, I know people care. I don't believe anybody that says that they don't care about NHL preseason. But we got CFL, what is this, week 10, I believe. We got some NHL preseason tonight. The American League wild card game goes tonight. One game showdown, Boston, New York Yankees. We had a lot to get into when we come back. And Dan Moriarty will join us as well. Star of NHL Cool Shots. We're broadcasting live from the Pompano Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook, live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Our peace show continues live from beautiful South Florida. That is in beautiful Isla Morada in the Keys where 
the Netflix series Bloodline was filmed. And boy, do they love talking about that show down there. Woo! The locals. By the way, just before we bring the moose back in, I'm going to read a sports update. The baseball playoffs get underway at Boston's Fenway Park tonight as longtime rival Red Sox and New York Yankees face each other in the American League wildcard game. Yankees ace Garrett Cole is set to start against ex-Yankee Nathan Eovaldi. The teams both had their high and low points this year before finishing tied at 92-70. and 70. The winner will advance to play another division rival, the AL East champion Tampa Bay Rays. And there's bound to be a lot of nostalgia tonight in Boston as fans reminisce about the 1978 tiebreaker game between the Yankees and Red Sox, highlighted by Bucky Dent's three-run homer in the seventh inning that propelled New York to a 5-4 win. Reggie Jackson, Carl Yastrzemski, and other stars played that afternoon, but what everyone remembers is Dent's fly ball over the green monster by the way tim leeper with us last hour of the san francisco giants coaching staff and uh, i'd like to say he agreed with me that the blue jays season was in a way disappointing in that they squandered a wonderful offensive year where they set a franchise record in home runs and led the american league all the majors as a matter of fact in home runs uh, the cardinals and dodgers work out on the west coast today a day before they meet in the nl wild card game it'll be a marquee matchup Longtime cards ace Adam Wainwright goes against Dodgers midseason acquisition Max Scherzer. Philadelphia Flyers coach Elaine Vigneault is denying accusations that he ever gave players drugs without doctor's consent. Former Flyers goalie Robin Leonard in a series of tweets says teams give players sedatives and anxiety pills without a doctor's consent. He referenced the Flyers and Vino specifically. Uh, NHL preseason action continues tonight with games in Toronto and Vancouver as part of the schedule. The Maple Leafs taking on the Montreal Canadiens. Later, the Canucks welcome the expansion Seattle Kraken to Vancouver's Rogers Arena. And even though the Florida Panthers listed Joe Thornton as wearing number 19 on their roster for tonight's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning in Orlando, Jumbo Joe will not play, we're told by the Panthers. He's expected to suit up for the first time on Thursday night. All right, if we can bring the moose in, here are some uh, text messages, moose, from 11 minutes ago. Okay. From Metal Shingle Guy, texted and said, 11 11. Just putting that out there. Okay. From 11 minutes ago. Regarding Kenny Lawler, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers wide receiver charged with driving while impaired, he's been suspended by his own team for this Friday's game. Jim Wagner texting us on the Prairie Mobile text line. He says, morning, RP show. Roddy, I'm with you. I'll preach second chances all day long. Anyone not willing to do so needs to have a look in the mirror and be real with themselves. Enjoy the day, all. I'll say it again. All the sanctimonious people wagging their finger better hope they don't screw up because we're humans and we do make mistakes. It's what we do afterwards that matters. From the 204... Phil Thompson's his name. He says uh, from the Manitoba, he says, the Blue Jays had a good season, but like Billy Bean and Moneyball said, none of that matters unless you win the last game. So I think a lot of people are coming around to our way of thinking, Moose. From the 7-8-0, Mandy in Edmonton, she says, is Duke Williams slated to play in the next Ryder game? His touchdown sellies are something to look forward to. Just hope they don't cause the team a penalty like it did in Edmonton. And I appreciate the question from Mandy. I read in the story from the Canadian press that Duke uh, Williams will be subject to mandatory quarantine, CFL quarantine. So he will not be playing for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders this Saturday. But what do you think, Darren, that does for a boost for the green and white as they line up against the Calgary State? Well, he won't play this weekend, but maybe for the rest of the way, what does Duke Williams mean, do you think? Yeah, it's a big addition, a big body, that pedigree, you know, he can be an elite receiver in the Canadian Football League. It opens up more space for your other weapons, too, like Swerve and Shaq Evans and, and the other guys on this, on this football team, Braden Lenius. And I think the guy it hurts the most is a Jordan Williams-Lambert, who's had a disappointing season. He might be the one guy who's expendable, and Ryder Nation needs to be okay, where you might end up losing a guy, a pretty good guy or a guy that you like. But he adds that big play threat. He's a body that's tough to contain, a guy that the defense really has to be aware about. I think this is a really nice addition for the Riders. I really do. And like we talked about uh, last hour, 
this signing did not come about after the Riders losing to the Calgary Stampeders 23-17 on Saturday. They were talking to Duke Williams last week. He was looking for the best offer, it looked like. Maybe the Riders stepped up with the best signing bonus. There's some word that maybe that was the case. But the Riders were in on Duke Williams before Saturday's game. That's all I'm saying. Cody Fajardo coming out. And by the way, let's spend a minute on that, uh, a minute on that for a second. I know that over half of our viewers, analytics say, are in America. And they tell me that they don't care for the CFL talk. But we are, for the time being, still Canada's daytime sports talk show. And the CFL is a thing. And they're playing now. And the CFL does air on ESPN Networks. Cody Fajardo, did you watch the news conference with Saskatchewan's quarterback, the former Nevada Wolfpack star? Because there was so much furor over what he said after the loss in Calgary Saturday. I went back and watched. Did you watch it or have you read the quotes? I've read the quotes, yeah. Yeah, okay. So he basically said, we don't have receivers capable of coming down with 50-50 balls. I'm tired of them landing on the turf or being intercepted when they throw those long balls. This was a frustrated quarterback speaking right after the game. And I'm sure if Cody had the opportunity to take some of those words back, he might. I mean, I'm that guy that if I'm on your team, I'm on your team forever. You can do no wrong. And Cody is that guy for me. So I don't see it maybe the way everybody else does. How about you? Do you did you think those comments were offside? It's such a tough fine line because these are your teammates. Right. And you got to go back to work with them the next day, you know, and you got to get on the plane with them or you got to get on the bus with them and you have to practice with them. And you want these guys to be in your corner. But then I also understand right after a game, you're frustrated. You know, you're, you're a couple of plays away from that being a, a really different football game. So I get it. I get the frustration. And you want to be honest. Cody's the guy who wants to give you a real honest answer and he wants to be up front and he doesn't want to just hide behind cliche, you know, sports talk, right? Like sports speak, I guess, or player speak, coach speak. Um, so it, it's, it's a fine line. In that locker room, to some of those receivers, it might be taken offside. To some fans, they might not like it. Other fans will. They'll like the honesty. You know, it makes for good fodder on shows like this. You know, I think it's a little bit of a shot. Only Cody and the people in that locker room know where they stand. I'm sure he's talked to them about that and said, look, like, I'm just hoping we can get these going. I need you guys just to go a little harder, jump a little higher, run a little faster. You know what I mean? And maybe this is what they need. He knows how much he can push his guys. So we'll see where the riders go down the stretch here, what these comments mean. If the receivers shut down on them and they stay not on the same page, then maybe it didn't go over so well, but who knows? Maybe they'll come back to to work here and they're going to completely get on the same page. Does he know how much he can push his guys? When you consider how young that receiver room is, Braden Lenius is in his second season. Mitch Picton's been around for a long time, but it's his first year starting. By the way, Joe Lazito says the cool Americans care about the CFL talk. Eh, it's, it's football talk. It's pro football talk. But here's the thing with Cody. He's only in his second season as a starter. He's a winner. He piloted Saskatchewan to a 13-5 and first-place record in his first season. This is what winners do. They go around the room and say, listen, I need more out of you. But guess what? It might hurt some people's feelings. And again, back to, is that where we are in society now that you can't call somebody out? Now, the other thing is, because I didn't watch the game. I was jet skiing in the Florida Keys. I know you said, don't tell people you didn't watch the game. I don't care. I went. I was jet skiing in the Florida Keys. I didn't watch the game. So was Cody perfect? I saw he was 56% completion percentage. So I guess that's the other thing. Don't be pointing fingers until your yard's clean. Is Cody's yard clean? I don't know how good he was the other night. But the thing with Tom Brady and his now seven Super Bowls, and you've done... I've done a lot of studying on Tom Brady. You've done more. You know, what we hear in the Super Bowl last, uh, last year, Tom Brady was wearing out his Buccaneers teammates on offense, texting them three, four times a day to make sure they knew their assignments, to check in on what they were doing. Guess what? They won. Tom wasn't perfect. Tom missed some throws. I watched every game they played last year. But what Cody Fajardo's doing 
is being a winner. And I think the people that whose feelings are hurt and are saying that he's being too harsh on his teammates, what do you want? This is what winners do. Does any of that resonate with you? They push people when they don't want to be pushed. They challenge people when they don't want to be challenged. And, you know, you need to get outside of your comfort zone a little bit in order to accomplish something great. And that's what they're trying to do. It's what they're trying to do in Saskatchewan. It's what they're trying to do in every market across the Canadian Football League. You know, and in, in order to, you know, if you want to be average, then you can act average and you can do what everybody else does, right? If you, if you want to be less than average, if you want to be special, you got to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and do things that make you uncomfortable, that maybe you don't like to do, you know, for the, for the benefit of where you want to be. So we'll see. Is this Cody doing that? I think it might be. We'll see how they respond. Well, interesting comments from our viewers here. Um, ha, we've hit on it. We've hit on a hot button topic. Yep. Jeffrey Townen in Calgary says Cody, Cody should look in the mirror. The third and three gamble in the first quarter was an overthrow on his part. From Don Ryback on YouTube, he says Fajardo's overthrows on the long balls are not 50 50 balls. From the general in Calgary, Fajardo threw his receivers under the bus from john some players may resent his comments well john's a bomber fan i just mentioned the general in calgary these are fans of other team so i might say mind your business and let cody fajardo run his locker room however he wants now these fans are going to chime in and that's cfl should be happy with the coverage and the talk but i don't have a problem with what Cody Fajardo said at all. I, there was such a furor over it. I had to go back. I went to the Rough Riders website and I watched the video of it. And I don't think there was anything wrong with it at all. But you know my history is 34 years in the broadcast industry, Darren. I've been the guy to get into people's faces and say, we need more from you. And you know what I found out after I left some places? Some people didn't like that too much. They didn't like being pushed. So I'm a lot more careful with what, uh, you know, who I push these days. But that, that's important. Our, our crew doesn't, doesn't mind. Yeah. yeah. That's important. Know which buttons you can push, when you can push, when you have to pull back, right? And, but pushing, too, also finds out if you've got the right people to go where you want to go, right? And, and you need to learn that. You can't wait till you're in the Super Bowl and realize, or in the Grey Cup and realize we don't have the right guy here. You know, and that's when you decide to push and realize, oh boy, we made a mistake here. I should have been pushing a long time ago to find out if they have what it takes to get over the top and win. You know, and so it's happening early. We're seeing where this, where, where things will go, but it it's not going to be easy, and it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows either. So he might upset some people. Well, there might be some real turmoil, but they got to get through it. Dan Moriarty joining us next we're going to go to a break right away but i'll say it again coming up through this business whether it be through my dad in uh the national hockey league or people in the broadcast business people said hey rock from you and guess what it hurt my feelings but then i stepped up and gave more and won now people just don't like to have their feelings hurt anyways moose i'll see you for overtime see you then dan moriarty joins us next you know him you love him it's the rp show Live from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida, you're watching on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, including on TDS cable all across Florida. We're also streaming live on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. RP show is live from gorgeous South Florida. Plenty of time left here in hour two, which is brought to you by our friends at Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. NHL game night, Florida Panthers taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight in Orlando, Florida. And 
you got to talk NHL with this guy, Dan Moriarty, joining us. He will forever be known as the host of NHL Cool Shots, but now he's with Burst Trainings, Communications, and Public Speaking Company. He's joining us from the West Coast. How you doing, Danny boy? You know, Rod, I'm doing great because you and I are on the opposite coast in the best weather in America. Both lucky, and I can see who you're pushing for tonight. You got your Florida hockey shirt on, and I think it's a good call. They may win the division. Yep. Ah, I know. Tell me about it, right? And Dan, listen, before we go any further, we had a poll last week. Do you care about the NHL preseason? And over 70% of respondents said, no, they don't. And I'm like, you clearly aren't telling the truth here. You're pulling our leg. Dan, you and I care about the NHL preseason. I mean, what have you enjoyed about it so far? I care about the preseason, Rod, because like other sports, what I love about preseason in general You've got guys who are fighting for a job. You've got guys in juniors who may be going back to juniors. They can't go to the AHL. They're either going to stay in the NHL squad or they're going back. You've got some guys who are trying to show their things as 18, 19 years old. And you find some guys as third, fourth liners who are trying to find a space in the bottom six, bottom nine forwards sometime. And as we saw last year with Tampa, last two years, guys in the bottom six can win cups for you. In fact, all, the whole third line from Tampa has now signed big deals around. So, your stars always play? No. You get a, a feeling out? Yeah. Who's your second? Who's your backup goalie going to be? Who's your, your third string goalie going to be? And you got to find these things in the preseason. Rod, I think it's really important. I think it's, it's also really important this year, more than past years, because COVID, shortened season, bubble, et cetera, we're getting them back into the 82-game normal schedule, and we drop the puck in a week from now because – you need this, and I really believe it's so important for everybody this year, especially, to have this preseason and to, to get a feeling out because you got to have it. See who's, see who's there, see who's not. Dan, I got to ask you this. I was sitting in the press box at FLA Live Arena the other night and reading the game notes. Dallas Stars were there. Panthers won at 6 3, by the way, and it said 28th season of Florida Panthers hockey coming up and let me ask you this you've been doing nhl cool shots you were doing it in the 90s that was uh that was your wheelhouse were you down here much did you it do much panthers wheelhouse. coverage and if so what do you remember what do you remember about it well the first just florida in general i mean i remember being with 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 espo when they launched the Tampa bay lightning i was there with him when that all happened go to there florida panthers i recall being there i recall being a lot of the guys living in south beach because that was the cool place to live and I recall being in a building that was half full. And now, when you put a winner on the ice, and we're seeing it rot the NHL, it's so great. I live in L.A. I see what Gretzky did to Southern California. The Kings, and then the, 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 and you go across the entire Sun Belt, Arizona, Blue Arena, Dallas Stars, keep going. You have the best team right now in Florida. For me, right now, is Florida Panthers top to bottom. However, as a hockey aficionado, I believe Tampa Bay is going to go for the three-peat, which we don't see very often in any sport, and never mind in hockey. I haven't seen it in forever. So I just, I'm, I'm on the bandwagon, Tampa, to do it again. But I recall in Florida, no, no one in the seat. I recall nobody there. I recall the guys loving it, but not getting the following. And now you see when you put a winning team on the ice, Fans flock as Rod, we're, we're biased. It's the best sport to watch. Even if you've never skated in your entire life, you get, get, you get the juice, you get the drug watching hockey live. That's, that's why I'm so happy for Florida and the Panthers and what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been down here for a few weeks, and they, they, there are a lot of Panthers fans. Just not necessarily enough, but like you say, if they win, the barn would be full. Now, listen, I was listening off the start. You said the Panthers will win the division, but Tampa will win the Stanley Cup, a three-peat. That's what, so that you're saying these two are going to go right down to the wire. Is that what you're telling me, Dan Moriarty? What I saw last year in the playoffs, yes. And I see a Panther. You know, Rod, it goes back to the same thing quite often in hockey. Go, go back. Have to learn how to lose. And so many Oh, we're losing. We lost Dan Moriarty. We're going to try and bring him back here. Um, 
We're going to try and bring him. Let me know when we have uh, Dan Murdoch. I was just, just enjoying the conversation. And if you have any questions for uh, Dan Moriarty, by all means, fire them at us. I'm sorry, our comments are going crazy because people are going off about Brock Sunderland, the general manager of the Edmonton Elks, and his anti-vax statement, or whatever. I'm not getting into that. Roger Yee, watching in Calgary, says, Rod, Tourism Florida should be paying you big bucks, as I'm sure all of us want to be where you are right now. How do you know that they're not? Paying us big bucks, Roger. Trust me, I know. Okay, we got Dan again. Okay, Dan, let's start this all over again. You were breaking up. Um, so we'll start it again. Just at your last question. It was all fine up until that point. And that is Tampa and Florida battling out to, to the bitter end. You see that happening? Yeah, I go back to what happened last year in the, in the thing it was. Oh, it's not happening. Dang. And anyway, we had it right off the start. It was going fine, and now this happens. Um, guys, what are we, do you want to take a break and come back with Dan, or what do you want to do back at Mission Control and get this figured out? Okay. We're going to take a break and get the guys to reset stuff because we're just getting into uh, the guts. And I want to know his take on Death Valley of the National, which has been California. The Ducks, Kings, and Sharks missing the playoffs for multiple seasons in a row after so many years of that being Death Valley for all the visiting teams. we got a lot to unpack with Dan Moriarty. We'll get to it when we come back. You're watching the RP Show live from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida, on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's overtime and uh, we are live from South Florida. Overtime is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Paddles, your home for the UFC and the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. And producer Clark tells me that Dan Moriarty has switched devices. We've got a better connection with him from Burst Trainings. They, yeah, it's a million dollars. Dan, are we starting this all over again? What the heck? Whatever you want, Rod. I'm here. I'm yours. I can talk hockey 24-7. Doesn't really matter. I'm, 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 I'm in, man. Well, listen, we haven't hit California yet. We're going to get to your area in a minute. But for, for a second, we're going to talk about my coast over here in Florida, and that's the Panthers yeah. and Tampa Bay Lightning. You picked the Panthers to win the division, but the Lightning to win the Stanley Cup. Some would think that's a bit of a juxtaposition. I'm going to need you to explain that for us, if you don't mind. Because I'll go back to what I was saying before we got cut off there, Rod. In the NHL, teams have to learn how to lose before they learn how to win and tampa is 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 part and parcel of that that's what they did and then they became the juggernaut that they are which is why i believe when you have the best goalie in the nhl the best defenseman in the nhl possibly the best player up front or a couple players up front in the nhl when you fill in that bottom six forwards you're going you have the leadership and the, maybe the best coach in the nhl you have the, you may you have the team that knows how to get to a certain point in the season I believe the Panthers will take the next step in their in their in their run at, at at Tampa. And as I said, they will win the division this year. Joel Quenville has a proven winner. Are all the players on that roster, are they are they prepared to go through what you have to go through, learn how to go through to win it all? And that's where I go back to I believe it's gonna be Tampa again because of that. Uh Part of me thinks the window for Vegas is going to be closing soon because they're all in now. And in the West, I believe that that's a team that should be in the Stanley Cup Finals. And, and I'd like to see Vegas pull through this. Just, just the Tampa to me is, is Tampa to me is the team that is primed. And it's, it's prime rod for us as fans to see someone pull off a three-peat. And, and what, a, what, a, what an awkward three-peat. The bubble, short in season. Now 82-game uh, schedule. I, that's what I think is going to be uh, special about this team and is going to pull them through. And again, I go back to their coach. Their coach is maybe the best in the NHL, as you guys know now. He's your national coach. 
Yeah, who would believe that uh, this could be the best rivalry in the National Hockey League? But I was reading the game notes the other night. Joel Quenville, second winningest coach in NHL history. I guess I needed to be smacked in the face with that to remember how good of a coach this guy is. But he's in Florida, and he just doesn't get the pub, which is hard to believe. And that's why the Panthers have been so welcoming to us, opening their doors to us to do the show down here. You had a point on Q? Uh, Agreed. Agreed. And, and, And think about where Joel came from, Chicago. Rod, I look at, 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 at the, the Blackhawks as being this dark horse this season because of what he put in place before he ended up not being there any longer. And I see Jonathan Taves back healthy season, hopefully. You got, you got Pat Kane. And, I, and, and, don't, and don't ever doubt a, a, um, a, a hurt or ego-bruised flurry in net. I'm telling you, Chicago's going to be a dark horse, in my opinion, because of the leadership you have in that locker room. From Taves, the, one of the best captains in the NHL, from the Hall of Famer, of course, uh, Pat Kane, to, to, to Fleury, the older guys. They're going to carry this young team on. And that's your dark horse for me. And it all goes back, again, to part what Joel Klenville put into that team. Uh, sore subject here, Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, 36 saves last night in a 6-4 Blackhawks win over the Detroit Red Wings. I'm still a Golden Knights fan for now, Dan, but it's changing. Anyways, I said that I would well, ask you about California. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. What, what did you have? Well, don't, there? don't, you know, and, and when, you, when you say, and I'm with the Golden Knights as well, I, I could be on that bandwagon. Again, I like what their owner has said. He wants the title within five, six years. That's great. And, but again, Fleury being, being pushed away and Leonard now being the guy in that, we all know what he's been doing lately on, on, on Twitter without the PA behind him. You know, we talked about how, how to learn how to win when, you, when you're losing. It's the same thing in the locker room. What's the chemistry like in the locker room? How is that going to be received when you get back in that locker room? Could that one thing with the goalie, Leonard, not being flurry in that, in that locker room, now be a, a bone of contention? Maybe pull some of the guys apart and, and hurt some of the chemistry. That's going to that's gonna be a very delicate walk for me in the, in the Vegas locker room. Now to California. Go ahead, man. Do we play hockey out here? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, of course. But hey... <laughs> The thing with the Golden Knights is that that to me is a bit of the elephant in the room, but because their general manager is a longtime friend of mine, Kelly McCrimmon, I'm just deferring that he knows what he's doing, but I have the same fears that you just brought up as a Golden Knights fan that that did, did they stay with the right goalie to California I, well, road we'll teams tell. used to go in there and get crushed by the Kings and the Ducks and the Sharks routinely. Now that hasn't happened for a few years. They've missed the playoffs, all of them, in back-to-back years. Who's going to be the first team to come back to prominence, Dan, out of that group? No doubt, in my mind, it's going to be the revamped L.A. Kings. And not because I live in L.A., not because I worked for them for a season. I just feel what Rob Blake has done with the, with the offseason signings, what he has as far as his star leadership, from his captain to, to Dowdy, Etc. To, to the, the the goalie now the, uh, the new young goalie pushing the older the Hall of Famer goalie I and 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 what he's done with the draft picks the youth there's a great mix there of of youth energy and 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 old guard winning and I believe LA is the team right now primed to be the first one back in my opinion Anaheim is behind them and then beyond them is the San Jose Sharks who for a few years I was doing voiceover for them so I was on that bandwagon. I was, I was working with them and for them, and, and I hate to see what's happening there. Uh, it, you know, maybe one of the biggest, nicest stories this early season will be another, another nice thing for Patty Marlowe if he doesn't sign anyplace else. I'm not sure. I haven't read if he signed in the past couple of days. But if he does, if he retires, that may be the nicest story coming out of the Bay Area because the hockey just isn't going to be there for a little while. And Doug Wilson has his hands full with a lot of contracts that have to be negotiated, moved around, et cetera. It's, 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 a, it's a tough one. They had their window. They went for it. They lost to Pittsburgh in the, in the finals. I, I admire them for, for going all in. And now what do you do? Now you got to take a few steps back to go forward again. And, and they have some contracts that, are, that they're not going to be able to move right away. Man, that's a lot. And by the way, uh, go Kings, Todd McClellan, their head coach, pride of Melville, Saskatchewan. Uh, as far as San Jose goes, uh, you know, it's all on Doug Wilson. He's been there long enough. But I get what you're saying. And now Seattle's played some games. They got Vegas on uh, opening night in Vegas. How excited are you to watch the Seattle team this year, Dan? And do you think they make the playoffs in year one? And, and they don't make the playoffs in year one. The only reason they might is because the Pacific Division is so 
lacking, as we just discussed, the Sharks, the Kings, the, the, the Ducks. There may be a place for them. I don't think they make the playoffs in the West, and that's okay by me. I, they, didn't, they haven't built the team the same way that, they, that Vegas was built all in right away. However, what they're doing in Seattle is going to be magical. What they're doing in Seattle, you've got uh, Ron Francis, uh, who's, who's a Hall of Fame player, maybe a Hall of Fame GM someday. I just like what they're doing. I like what they're doing from the top down, from the ownership all the way down, and to the fans and how they've included them in everything they're doing. And players are going to want to be there. They're going to want to play in that, in that, in that arena. And have you seen the practice ring? My God, it's, it's, it's amazing what they've done there. I just like everything about Seattle. I like everything about the sports of, of, of that part of our country. And I love the fact that the NHL now has this whole great rivalry going from Vancouver to Seattle, to San Jose, to LA, to Anaheim, down to Arizona. The West Coast is great. Don't be surprised if in the not near future, somebody ends up in Portland. Why not? Ooh, wow, they got the arena I, sitting there. It's a wonderful city, the Rose City. I've been there many times, yeah. And, and, and But the Quebec fans may hate me for saying that. Sorry, Quebec, I didn't mean to say that to you out loud. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not necessarily Quebec's fault that they're not going to get a team, but they're not going right. to get a team. Dan, we have a minute. Tell people about Burst Trainings, what they need to know. Burst Trainings, it's, it's a job I've been doing for the past 10 years. I began my own company. I am a communication public speaking coach. I work around North America and the world working with executives, their teams, their clients, their vendors on how to communicate your story better so that you are memorable and you make a difference. And it's what I do. It's content that I've created with a few partners and we are we are blowing up right now. We launched during COVID because we had to and it's been a blast. Thank you for asking about that, Rod. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dan. Catch you next time. Everybody, see it tomorrow here at noon Eastern on Game Plus TV. We don't know what we're doing. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.